All right, this is Hindsight 2020. This one post, disaster. NFL Week 11, and I will tell you, if you don't think that gambling and the gambling gods have the ability to humiliate you, put you in your place, let you know just how small and microscopic you are in this universe, weeks like this following week can happen. And you know, I cursed myself, uh, special thanks to Tom and Dan from A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan, had me on their radio show for a segment last week, and I found myself over the airwaves for the first time in my life, and at one point Dan asked me how my season was going, and I put it out there, broadcast over the airwaves. Was having a good year, was making cash, was doing really well in my individual super contest. Mike and I kind of putting along, but we were in a decent position in our contest as a team. I put it all out there, the universe heard me, and it smacked me down. I've been gambling, well, you know, I've, I have been involved with NFL point spreads since I was a kid. It was just a hobby of mine. It was, you know, my dad's a better, so something I grew up with. But I'll say actually betting on my own, playing with live ammo, I've got over 20 years. And yesterday was by far, hands down, there is no hyperbole here. It was the worst weekend I have ever had gambling. I lost every single bet that I placed. I lost more money yesterday than maybe I've ever lost in an entire season betting. I lost all yesterday. And I got to tell you, I really suffer from whenever there's something I want to be good at, if it doesn't go my way, I let it serve as a reflection, a microcosm, if you will, of who I am as a human being. So if I can't get on the right side of the Bears game, I'm a worthless person with nothing to contribute to society. Now, that's something I've had to work really hard on improving, and I think I've done a fairly good job because I've had bad weeks where I felt outright suicidal the next day, and I don't feel like that today, and this by far, again, like I said, it was the worst day I've ever had uh, betting anything. It was just everything was a disaster, yet at the end of the day... I survived it. I didn't blow my entire bankroll. I've got enough money in there to keep placing bets. I don't have to really adjust the way that I'm playing, adjust the amount that I'm playing on the games. I just, like a gambler, have to look at sometimes you run hot 
And sometimes you run cold. As much as betting football especially is this really thin margin between winning and losing, it really doesn't go so much win some, lose some, win some, lose some. It goes in streaks. And yesterday was as bad as it possibly could have gone. But I'm a true gambler. I'm going to keep firing. Now, maybe that makes me resilient. Maybe that makes me brave. Maybe it makes me stupid. And maybe it makes me a little bit of all those things. But the one thing that you're going to get from this podcast, from the Sharp Square, you're going to get honesty. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only person who loses at sports betting. Because all I do is see everybody else posting their wins, talking about all the money they're making. I listen to podcasts where everyone's an expert picking 60%, 70% winners. Where are all the losers? I hear about how hard this is, yet I've never met anyone other than myself who loses at this thing. You know, one of the biggest problems I have doing the podcast is I feel this sense of responsibility to be, I don't know, good at picking football. I mean, you're going to do a football betting podcast. You'd think as a host, you should be good at that. But I realized a few years ago, I'm never going to be one of the world's great handicappers. But it doesn't change the fact that I love sports betting. I love betting the NFL. I love that it's the most difficult market, almost unbeatable, except for everyone you ever hear talk about it who's an expert at it except me. I just always want to present everything that goes along with it. So on this podcast... I'm always going to be honest about my losing. I'm going to be honest about how it makes me feel. I'm going to be honest about there being times where I think about quitting everything. But the reality is I love it too much to walk away. So what am I going to do after a horrible week last week? I'm going to do the same thing I do after so-so weeks and after great weeks. I'm going to flip over to a clean page in my notebook. I'm going to write at the top NFL Week 12, and I'm going to grind through the games. Now, I'm going to take note of where I might have got things wrong, where I got carried away, where I didn't pay enough attention. But to me, a losing day is a losing day. I got to just refocus and aim towards grinding it out. Maybe some of my pipe dreams are gone. Like I was 64% in my own personal contest. I'm now down to 58%. It's barely anything. Mike and I, we were hanging on for dear life. We were 60% in our podcast, down to 55%, almost zero chance. But what are we going to do? We're going to keep on grinding. And as far as the money... It reminds me of the movie Maverick with James Garner and Mel Gibson. When all of the money is taken from them by Jodie Foster, they just kind of smile at each other and say, Why are you smiling? 
because it's going to be so much fun trying to get it back. I'm over the idea of paying for a vacation or a new car or anything really cool after this season. It's not going to happen. All I'm trying to do now is grind back and make up all those losses that I endured yesterday. If I do, wonderful. It'll take me the rest of the season to do that. But I put myself in that situation. Now I'm going to have to dig myself out. That's the new challenge. And as gamblers, the toughest challenge we have to face is going through the motions even when you feel like an absolute loser. So this is Hindsight 2020, so we always want to go over Mike and I's Super Contest picks. I'm going to keep this one super short. Miami Dolphins minus 13. It was our primetime fade of the Raiders. I have gotten every single Dolphins game wrong this entire year. Every time I think the Dolphins should be faded... They beat teams by 70 points. Every time I think the Dolphins are going to roll, they either barely squeak out a win or lose the game outright. If I'm on a Dolphins game, you should fade me. I loved the Dolphins here. I had a great narrative about how the Raiders would be flat. Both of these teams sucked here. The problem was Miami was off the bye. So they came out sluggish, not really ready to play had all sorts of turnovers and mistakes throughout this game. They just were not the team to be laying 13 and I should not lean I should not look towards Miami for plays. I don't have any feel for them. I don't know what's value, what's not. I am just bad at picking Miami games. When you have teams that just flummox you, Understand that there are 31 other teams in the league that you can try to get right. I can't get the Dolphins right. Uh, Carolina plus 11 against Dallas. Can we just have enough already of trying to bet Carolina, hoping that they can resemble something that looks like football? And also, maybe we can stop going against Dallas and pretending that they don't just bulldoze bad teams every time they play them. We combine this here. This is one of those really tough ones where you bet on the game and you don't even get five minutes of entertainment because your bet is dead before they're done singing the national anthem. We just got to stop stepping in front of Dallas when the market tells you they're going to run somebody over. Uh, Share a square. We had Washington. Simple sentence. Should Washington be favored by eight points over anybody? But Jeff, it's Tommy DeVito. Yeah, yeah. I saw Tommy DeVito look like Phil Simms yesterday against Washington, who had six turnovers. Ask yourself this question. When you're laying the lumber more than a touchdown, Are you playing with an elite team? Because if you're not, you have no business laying this kind of points. Washington is average at best. And we trusted them in division to lay the lumber. Oh, and what do you know, Mike and I, another Washington versus New York Giants game where we picked the wrong side, couldn't even get the winner. Terrible pick. Uh, Cincinnati Thursday night 
Look, we put this in over the Rams, which, by the way, we would have had the Rams at plus one, would have been a winner. I, of course, come around and bet the Rams when they're minus two so that they're a loser. Just one of 150 things I did wrong yesterday. Um, I'm not saying we shouldn't have taken the Rams out, even though they're a chain of custody. I don't know how bad the Cincinnati pick was. How do you see really what's going to happen with Joe Burrow? But man, when you're playing these Thursday night games, you got to feel really, really strong because you're setting yourself up to go into the weekend either 1-0 or 0-1. And to pick that spot being going against Lamar in primetime, I know we can blame it on the Burrow injury, but... I thought the backup played okay in this game, and Cincinnati's defense just quit once Burrow was out. Um, Cincinnati is going to make an entry into the contest categories this week with a late season category that's yet to be used. You'll hear about that on Thursday's podcast, although that should be released on Wednesday. This was just a dangerous spot to go against Baltimore, but really, really hard to bang ourselves over the head too much because of the Burrow injury, Uh, but could have gone elsewhere. Uh, Who knows that we finally get a Green Bay game right, and frankly, it was dead on the money. This was a fade spot on the Chargers. The Chargers are always capable of finding a way to lose a game, Green Bay has found some offense. They ran the ball great yesterday. Jordan Love was accurate. They were able to make plays and score points. Uh, This was just a really good spot to play Green Bay. I had it in there as the Ugly Betty. Even though Ugly Betty's been our most successful category all year, I don't consider taking the three, so it was one of those games where, of course, I had the right side, and of course, it was one of like two games that I didn't actually bet on uh, when giving away my 401k. Uh, so that's it, one in four. Look, we're going to keep grinding, but the realistic nature of it is once you have a one in four week this late in the season, you're donezo. You're not going to, you're not doing anything. Um, We can pray for a miracle run and we'll try to get one, but this might be one of the, one of those situations where I can quote the great Bob Scucci who uh, said, when all hope is lost, all that's left is relief. Because all hope is lost when it comes to the contest. I got to grind myself back into financial the financial ledger that makes it possible, possible for me to continue this as a hobby. Uh, horrible week. Absolutely horrible week. But as gamblers, this is the life we signed up for. Got to make the best of it. Going to have a Thursday game show this week. It'll be just the Thanksgiving Day games and the Friday, Black Friday game. And then we will also have the regular pod with all the contest picks. Look for those to come out on Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And if you find out who I'm betting, maybe it's time just to go the other way. I seem to be on that much of an icy patch right now.